1: How you doing? Hey. How you doing? Jared Payton. I always feel smarter when I get off the phone with you guys. Appreciate (laughs) it. Thank you. Former NFL running back. And
2: Payton will hit Payter. Touchdown, Titans. College football national champion. Well, Miami has erased all doubts about the national champion. Son of Walter Payton.
1: Not only is my dad an exceptional athlete, he's a role model. He's my biggest role model and best friend. We
2: made a wager who would be the first one to break down in tears, and I was the first one to say that I wouldn't. And after hearing my son get up here and talk... I don't care if I lose
1: the bet. Sports anchor for WGN. Really good news, though, for a few of the Bears. Cornerback Jalen Johnson and defensive end Montez Sweat. They were named to the Pro Bowl today. it will be the first for both guys. Sweat's career high, 12 and a half sacks, ranks third in the NFC right now. While Johnson, who's having a career year, has a career high, four interceptions this season, along with 36 tackles and 10 pass breakups.
2: The Jared Payton Show today.
0: Jared Payton with Parkinson Spiegel on 6. 70 the score We talk to Jared Payton regularly around here and we're lucky to do so and he joins us on the hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. What up JP? Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year, fellas. How you guys doing? My voice is sounding better from yesterday. Goodness gracious, thank you. What happened, Sarah's a long
2: time voice trouble guy? Hung over right. from the New Year?
1: No, no, it just uh one of those like just a, just a cold. Just it was just you know really stuffed up and was with Molly and Haw and sounded like I was talking out of a trash can man so wow it's been it's been tough the rap last couple of nights being on TV where you need your your voice to talk but I'm actually feeling a lot better so great to talk with you fellas
2: yeah thanks for saving your best
0: stuff for us yeah that's how know? you wani that's how, it. how it normally works around here that's good stuff <laughs> uh so so JP are you are you fully in on uh build around Justin Fields you know no Caleb Williams that I based on your Twitter that's how it feels like are you are you definitive that that's uh, what you would do if you were Ryan Poles
1: I mean Danny I was that's how I've always kind of felt I mean I mean earlier in the season there was it was rough because I mean I'm one of those Justin defenders I've always been I've always been in this corner and then just the start of the season was rough not seeing the the progression that I thought I was going to see after you know how how year two ended and uh, I was never off the bandwagon. I just knew that things were going to get tough, and we were going to get to probably this point if he didn't start, you know, showing showing a little bit more in his game. That there was going to be other, you know, other options with with that pick. And regardless, I knew the Panthers were going to be pretty awful, so I knew it was going to kind of solidify the Bears for having that n- number one overall pick again. And yeah, I I just I think when you did Shane was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? I was flipping through Instagram. Did Shane say something about how that you'd be stupid not to 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 bring Justin back if you're trying to win right now? A- am I correct, you guys? It could be. That-, that that's where Shane is, has evolved to.
2: Yeah, Jared. Yeah. I'm okay. with you. I I think no, he's no, a stone I,
1: cold winner. No, I, I saw I saw Shane. I saw that video and then I didn't know if you were calling and they were showing pictures. It was Danny and then you. It was kind of a, a split screen and and I, you're, I didn't know if you were calling Danny stupid. And I was like, whoa, these two. Probably. I mean, no, 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 no. I show. would never.
2: No, I'd never call Danny okay. stupid. Not in that segment anyway. Not, not publicly. That's in more of like a behind my back type of thing.
1: I mean, because I was going to have to have Danny's back. You know what I'm saying? No, Shit, ain't no.
2: A Jared, I've known you much longer than you know Danny. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> saying, in general, the Bears fan would be <laughs> stupid when Justin was on the tear that he was to think that that's not something you could win with.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm on the same bandwagon as you. I think. Where we see this team right now, and I'm so sorry for starting any beef in the score office right now. I'm so St- sorry. Yeah, sure you are. Starting. Uh, but um <laughs> I, I think of where we see this defense, where it is right now, and and I think where it can actually go, depending on what you add to it going into this offseason. Uh-huh. I just think that offensively, I always felt like Justin has another gear to his his game that he hasn't even unlocked yet. And I I think where this team is and where it's heading, and hopefully it ends the way I think it's going to end on Sunday in Green Bay with the Bears getting a dub. Then I think you ride off into the sunset on a high note. I just know how tough it is for Ryan Poles to be staring with another number one overall pick and the decisions that he has to make. So I kind of see both sides of this, but I would stick with Justin and, and, and roll with uh, QB one.
2: Jared, I got to see him beat a zone. He's got a really bad QBR against the zone over the course of the year. And he's seen it a lot 55% of the time he's seen zone and he, it was bad against green Bay in week one. It's a long time ago. This week matters for me because it's yeah. zone because it's green Bay. Cause it's the seventh game of this stretch where he's got a legit team. I, I feel a little bit like a meatball, but Danny knows I actually am. So that's yeah, fine. All right, so it's like here we are. I mean, game on. You go up there, you ball out, you go 6-2 and two and knock Green Bay out of the playoffs in the last week. That matters to me. Does it matter to
1: you? Uh, yes, it, it does. It does, Speaks, it matters. And I get it. I mean, that's where we've seen him struggle. I mean, you don't even have to look at the numbers. All you have to do is be able to watch games and know when, when they do drop back in zone, there is – it's it's tough to be able to find those pockets where guys are sitting down and in route combinations to be able to to let that thing rip and and take what the defense is giving you. Which, I I don't know. Listen, I never played the position. I only played in high school. I can only imagine how hard it is at the NFL level with how the 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 caliber of of athletes that you're playing against. But you guys, I don't know what where's the disconnect between. A young man that's had these issues that we've seen to the coach that's coaching him, trying to get him ready on a week-to-week basis. Like that, you have to, you should be getting better. I mean, there's, there's an issue there, and I don't know where the disconnect is between Luke Etsie and, and and Justin Fields. I don't know if there is one there. It just seems like it is on my end, but y- you should be getting better at that, hmm. and that's one of the things that with this weekend I'll be looking at and and keeping my eyes on, but he has to find a way to get better at that. But also as well, this week, this offense has to just get kind of get back to what we saw in the Falcons game, do what you're good at. And that's running the football, run the football, take advantage of having them to stack eight or nine men in the box. And then on the outside, be able to take those shots with your guys like DJ Moore on the outside. and, And, and we saw him throw the ball and, What I saw in that Falcons game is what I want to see in Green Bay. A young man that seems like, yo, everybody else is talking about my future. I don't care. It's going to work out either way. Let me just go out here and do what I love and play ball. Hopefully, we we see good results.
2: Jared, want you to hear um, what Justin Fields had to say yesterday when he was asked about his future. It was spiritual and it uh, it brought your pops to mind. Here's Justin Fields yesterday.
1: I don't even know if we're gonna get it next week, brother. So I'm just worried about the rest of the day and uh, you know, the rest of the night. So got these meetings I'm about to head to, and you know, like I said, we get a game on Sunday. I'm not focused on. Uh, you know what happens after that so
2: tomorrow is promised Promise. to no one he, sir he said he said it at one point in there tomorrow is promised to no one or, your pops famously said that i think it was before the niners nfc championship game in 84 profiled in the new york times we were reading it this morning that's some uh that that's some deep-seated stuff where
1: did it come from for your dad for walter um for him i mean it's just the way that he lives speaks i mean it's it's around my house or in a bunch of different places I was looking around me in my office I don't think I have it here but in in my uh, workout room it's the the first thing that you see when you walk out of it it's the first picture up there tomorrow's promise to no one and so that's been Justin's whole MO and for my dad I mean his his focus was just focus on today and take care of today and I've had to learn that as a person and I'm so glad that that's what my dad was all about because I always want to look at what's happening like as as an entrepreneur and a visionary, I always want to go like down the road and think about what's going to happen the next week or next month and plan ahead where it's like, yo, my dad's passing made me have to sit back and say, dude, you could be Superman on the football field, but off the field, it doesn't you are human like everybody else. And that tomorrow is not promised to anyone. And so you have to just take advantage of today and focus on today. If you don't do that. You do yourself a disservice, especially in the game of football. You can't think too far ahead. You gotta live for it today because when you step across those white lines, you don't know if that's the last time you're gonna play ever. You just gotta go out and have fun. And it's it's a game that we all enjoy love. And so that's what I saw with him in that Falcons game. And I, I'm hoping that can carry over. And I think for Justin, it's something that he's had to deal with his whole entire life. You know, even with colleges, going to Georgia, then going to Ohio State and all the changes that have happened and there and now coming here, I think those experiences have really set him up for kind of the questions that he's been asked on the basis down the home stretch of this season.
0: Have you talked to Justin about that?
1: No, I have not talked to Justin about it. Um, and I wish I could. I wish I could sit and have a conversation with him. I I kind of stand... I'm on the outside man. Like I don't want to get too inside with what's going on with his thinking. I know he has his his circle. Um but any of the guys that I get a chance to meet when they come into this organization, um you know, I give him my number and tell him anytime that you need something, whatever it is, holler at me if you if you ever need anything. Um never had that relationship with Justin. Um um uh, but guys like David Montgomery, guys like like Khalil Herbert, those guys and anytime they they need something they holler at me and um because i'm one of these guys i don't need anything man i'm good i'm just here for be able to bounce ideas off of and also be able to help you kind of make the, the the best decisions that's going to help you not have nothing to do with my fandom or my relationship with this organization
0: we're talking to jared payton uh hard right turn here no 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 easy transition but we always like to ask you questions about your days at the U. <laughs> Did you see Caleb Williams's penthouse at USC?
1: Yes. Oh my yes. goodness! Was, I did.
0: It was pretty cool. Now, obviously, it, he could just get paid, right? NIL money, and then buy that penthouse or lease it, whatever he's he's yeah. doing. Are you
2: intimating that guys at the University of Miami, when Jarrett was there, were not getting paid? I is think they
0: were getting paid in penthouses, is what I'm saying. Uh, well, but it, it, it was hidden. I lived.
1: I let me tell you, I lived at the Flamingo and the Waverly, and if you look those up on online that's where I lived my last two years at the <laughs> University of miami so okay. um yeah no, no and it was i mean it was my mom's money not mine i mean I had to pay half of my rent, but she helped me pay the other half but now these guys are having an opportunity to really cash in but like how did Willis and-
0: mcgahee live I guess is my question j p like <laughs> um- how 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 did the guys that got the suitcases full of cash how did how, who had, who had the
1: coolest place at the I um- don't know if it was i don't know if it was, well no honestly the cool Danny, I'm gonna be honest with you. I had the coolest place on the on the uh guys were living pretty modestly. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of guys, like there was a the year that that uh we went to the national championship, I think it was my boy Kyle Cobia, Shocky, and uh Bryant McKinney. And I think there was a kicker as well. They all shared a house in in Coral Gables. So mm. they weren't living the crazy lavish lives, but You know, everybody at that time, everybody was coming trying to get these guys because they knew that these guys were all uh, future first-round picks. And I have to give a lot of guys credit. The dudes that I hung around with, Big Mac, Brian McKinney, Shockey, these guys handled themselves very well from all the distractions that were coming their way. And I can only imagine what it's like now.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. When you look at that penthouse and you see him sitting there and you're like... it looks nice it it not only does it look nice but it's also like man the amount of work that it takes to be truly great as a professional i've always associated a certain level of hunger with that whether it's you know economic hunger financial hunger i feel like that's probably a useful thing to have in there in terms of like well, if I really ball out these first three years, I could get paid and change my life forever. And well, that's, then you, that's the, uh, you on, see, but that's uh, the you, thing though. Right. On,
1: speaks, speaks speaks. I got to speak on that. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's what's amazing now. And I look at the change of watching this bowl season of these guys. Yeah. Now having a little bit more control over, or over their, their game and themselves and the money that they make and, and trying to protect themselves and, Yeah, for the college fan who wants to see these guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. on the football field, except if you're a Bears fan, probably. No, you're like, you know, you want to see him on the football field, but then you also understand that, like, holy cow, these guys have so much to lose if they go out onto this football field and tear their knees. Like, I was on the field. I was sitting there on the sideline when Willis McGahey tore his knee in the Fiesta Bowl. Man. Like, I remember him having that insurance policy that he took out on himself because he didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, he would have been fine. What couple, like I don't know, it could have been three, four million dollars. But think about what he made in his lifetime as a, as an NFL player. And so it's it is it's crazy to kind of think about now. But also, I t- I was just talking to my son about it with his his boy. We were having lunch at my restaurant, and I was like, man, you guys don't understand how much it takes to be great. Like to be great, the, the guys that I was around, they did not want to take days off. And if you if you're not wired that way, you will get passed by because in the NFL and whatever level you are, there's someone that's coming up that's just like you, that's just as hungry. And for myself coming from South Barrington, Illinois, you know, wearing Abercrombie and, ah. and J Crew and I go down to Miami with like 5X t-shirts and and, and gold teeth and and bra- and dreads in their hair, like it was different for me, but all those guys accepted me for who I was but I also got that chance to see why these guys were working so hard. Hmm. They were working hard to be able to not only take care of themselves, but also to take care of their families. And at one time, all my good friends at one time after 2001, I had like, after that national championship, I, in a matter of a night, I knew a bunch of millionaires in like a matter of like a couple hours. And that is what is crazy is that, all my boys became millionaires in a split second.
0: Great stuff as always, Jared. Glad you're feeling better, man. We'll talk soon.
1: All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, good stuff.
0: That's Jared Payton, who we talk to every couple of weeks. You hear him with Moline Hall. You hear him with Dan and Layla as well. And Lawrence. I just think of the last time I heard it. with that was with Dan and Layla. Um, let's open up the phone lines. 312-644-6767. If you want Fields back, are you comfortable if that means that he's back too? And is back. Because if you want continuity at quarterback, it would stand to reason that there might be continuity across the board. Might be tough to split up those guys. We're going to talk about the idea of them being a package deal with your calls next on The Score. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is God. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader.